Listen, I've probably been the most hesitant to be playing around with the Tiki Talkie, but it is now the number one social media platform out there and it cannot be denied. So that's why I've been going all in and really maneuvering and finding out how you can make TikTok work for any business that you have without having a gajillion followers. And I have been mastering that in a big way. That's why I want to invite you to a TikTok workshop in March. You do not want to miss it. For more information, just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks. Thanks so much for watching, listening, wherever you get Rocks Talks. I'm glad you're there. Would you do me a favor and um, leave a review and subscribe if you're not already subscribed to the podcast or the channel? It really helps me um, bring you more content and it would be amazing if you do that. Also, if you have any ideas of people that you would love for me to interview on Rocks Talks, send them my way. Email me at Roxanne at RoxanneWilson.com. I'd love to hear your ideas and suggestions as we continue with this season of Rocks Talks. Welcome to Rocks Talks. I'm Roxanne Wilson and this is Leah Hudsness. Did I say that right? Yeah. Because I've only said your last name now twice in my lifetime. Yeah. And I wanted to highlight you, Leah, and share, share you with my listeners because I'm just a forever fan. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, it's true. I think, you know, moving to California has been a journey for me, an unexpected journey, which is a good thing. Uh, but through that, I have met people who've really impacted my life in different ways, unexpectedly met them, like totally unplanned. And you were definitely one of them. Really? Yeah. I feel the same way about you. Oh, well, then it's meant to be. Uh, you know, I think what it is, and I'm going to scooch around, this is the beauty of a podcast. Yeah, being cozy. I can yeah. cozy. Um, is that you... The, you meet different people in your life for different reasons, for different times, to remind you of who you are or what you're capable of um, or what you never knew you could do. And like that's that. unique, so cheers. God, that's so true how I feel about you. See, Honest to God. To me. We gotta drink to that.
So you openly mentioned that you said no kids, no husband, and you talk about that openly. Is that a choice that you feel like you made or had to make or just, how did you, how did that come about? Uh, That came about by lack of planning, I would say. Uh Uh (laughs) I think that if I'm being really honest though, I remember in college talking with my college girlfriends and one of them was talking very fondly about becoming a mother and I just thought that was like oh god no I mean I can't imagine how I'm going to do that and in my head I was already calculating a boarding school option for Mm -hmm. my kids and again I grew up having McDonald's for dinner (laughs) McDonald's for dinner you know playing softball like no fancy summer camps and things like that Um, and I think that now looking back that was a lack of Uh, intimacy and Mm -hmm. I think that scares me so I can see that now as a um, blah 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 year old woman (laughs) (laughs) I can see that I had some intimacy issues that I was afraid of conflict and I remember having a lot of conflict with my mom that just really was hard on me and I didn't want to have that with my kids so clearly that had an impact on this lack of planning because mm-hmm. other women did plan mm-hmm. even if it was by the skin of their teeth they got pregnant at 38 39 and I just couldn't seem to organize my orbit around that but other people did mm-hmm. so I think it was a subconscious choice of being afraid of doing it wrong and as I've gotten older though I know I would be a good mom well, I of course know would I would be mm-hmm. fair and open and loving and loving intimate. and non-judgmental and, and capable of intimacy but it's just too late which is why I tell any of the gals Bridget that Nelson just had a baby what 60 is it really too late I guess maybe physically it's not um, I guess no it's not too late I can certainly adopt mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. um, but for those that want a more traditional experience of being pregnant and having a baby I'm really open about that, and I'm sure it's, I'm breaking many laws, at least in the U.S., when I talk about it with my teams that are under 35, I'm really straight with them. You have got to make it a priority if you want to have kids, and I'm always going to support them. They have to leave work, and I mean, I'm very demanding, so I know that if any of them were watching, they'd say, yeah, you, you, you in theory, like the idea of us leaving work early, but the reality is that you didn't make that possible. Um, but I, I certainly would support somebody saying, I've, I'm going to try to have a baby, so I've got to cut down my hours. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely bend over backwards to make that possible because I think women have an obligation to help other women have both motherhood and a career. Yeah. In your time, have you seen that because you didn't have kids, it was easy for you, easier for you, or you were able to move up the ranks faster or further. I so I, pro- yeah, because I was more available for those business trips, mm-hmm. and um, yes, I think being able to have. I'm thinking, thinking about it from my boss's point of view. Once you know you're in your late 50s or early 60s or whatever, and you're a CEO of a company, you're not going to want to jump on every plane to go to every business mm-hmm. trip. And you're going to want people that will represent you well, represent your brand, your business, whatever it is. And um, so, yes, 
the fact that I had, it was very easy if somebody said, I need you to go to Israel next week, I could go to Israel next week. Mm -hmm. Versus, no, my husband is traveling, we don't have childcare, I'm gonna need more notice than a week. Yeah. Which is perfectly reasonable, but I do think, I do think that happens. I think executives, they don't know it, but just whoever is the easiest to get the job done and they get the job done, tends to get the promotions. Yeah. As you're listening to the podcast today with Leah, I want to just invite you to go to the YouTube channel. Just put in Rox Talks and look up this episode or of course go to my website, roxannewilson.com forward slash RT37 because the discussion goes even more in depth. You, you get to hear from Leah about her favorite beauty influencers currently, what it's like to move from America and be in Paris as she's headed for another exciting job in the beauty industry. Yeah. In the beauty industry, is it 50-50, female, male, is it 70-30? What's the skew, what's the breakdown? I would guess that in the field, which means in the stores, mm -hmm. or they count executives that are driving around, I would say it's probably 80-20, female mm -hmm. to male. But what about when you get outside of the it stores? It is the exact opposite. Is it when really? you're at the executive level, it is probably 80% male, or 70, if I'm being generous, and 30% Seriously, female. Seriously, so men are making decisions for females. On Correct. How interesting. And are they doing that accurately? Are they listening, I guess, is the best way yeah. to put that. Yeah, I do. I think the good ones are. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think they, they're not trying to, many of them are not trying to be product experts. Mm -hmm. That's where they will definitely defer to others in the room that are active users or passionate about it. And men can be passionate about it, but I, I would say I notice most men defer that part. Now, that's still an interesting point because if you were in the automotive business, I think knowing cars is key to being a good CEO in the business, but I could be wrong. Sure. But in the beauty business, I think that many of them believe if they know retail, they can be in beauty. If they know wholesaling, you know, how to be a great brand, they can be in the beauty business. And I think that's probably true. But I would also say, I think there's a lot of men out there who aren't in the beauty business but maybe close enough, maybe their brother-in-law works in it, or, or maybe they've, I don't know, somebody they know is a journalist who covers it. And I think because there's so little talk of the product in, in the male side of the business, mm -hmm. that many men underestimate how important the product is. So if they decide, I've got a few million dollars, I'm gonna get into the beauty business, they think it's a matter of putting a pretty label on a package and it's just easy. And I'm. Mm -hmm. I have to admit I'm offended by that uh -huh. because they don't know women. It's not just having money to pay manufacturers to make a product or essentially to buy a private label product and put your name on it, which is what many of them think we as consumers are going to be okay with. And if there's anything I think the YouTube generation and Instagram influencer world has taught us and hopefully these men is, no, 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 it actually has to work. You have to deliver what you say it's gonna deliver, and if it doesn't, we don't care how much you advertise or what your shelf placement is, or we're not gonna buy it. Mm. So it's start, thanks to the influencers, I think it's, I, I hope that some of these entrepreneurs that decide they wanna be in the beauty business and they buy their way in, will humble themselves to maybe say, there's a lot more nuance to this that we don't know. Yeah, it's a little disappointing to know that it's so skewed. 
Oh, in the male-female? Yes. Yeah, it is. That's shocking to me. I never knew that. You would just you would just assume that it would be more of a of a lipstick. Yeah, feminine. You know, workplace. Yeah. I thought it would be too, but it's not. Wow. Yeah. As you're listening to this podcast today, will you please do me a favor and screenshot the episode and put it on your Instagram story? Make sure that you tag Rocks Talks and hashtag Rocks Talks, and I cannot wait to highlight you on my story this week too. Thanks. You brought up the beauty beauty industry with influencers. How has that changed the scope? Because when you started, that wasn't a thing. Mm-mm. And now it's a big thing. Well, <clears throat> I think it has democratized beauty. Mm-hmm. I think that having these influencers um, talk so passionately and fully about products, whether they're Chanel or Morphe, mm-hmm. CoverGirl, it doesn't matter to them. And that has really changed the, the way the business is viewed. Um, I think they've made the focus for all of us on performance so much greater. Again, you can't just buy a product that a lab presents you. And what I love about what I see with the influencers is they're challenging the formulas so rigorously that, first of all, the labs have to do a better job of their formulas. But the brands too, because it's they who put their name on those formulas. So they have to make modifications that are going to live up to their standards. So I think they've actually improved product quality. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that yes, you now have to pay a lot of them to get featured. But I look at 20 years ago and there was advertising and those budgets could have been like easily $2 million for one six week period, maybe, maybe with some outdoor or maybe some print. and. It was so hard to tell if that had an impact. You really have to do cumulative work to to feel that your advertising dollars were paying off, in my point of view. Mm-hmm. So, um, you have a passion when it comes to business, um, and you've seen a lot. Tell me about your ethics when it comes to the world of business. Well, and I'm st- I feel like I'm still a student of this, mm-hmm. but I definitely have an issue with ethics and business, um, in American business, perhaps let's just speak to that, is brutal and very cutthroat and in, can be very inhumane because we're chasing the dollar, we have to report increases month over month, year over year, forever. There are some behaviors and characteristics that get a pass that I don't think should get a pass. So. Um, like like being duplicitous, mm-hmm. like being um, undermining your teams, not establishing a transparency, a, a plan where it's transparent for all of the department heads to equally participate in in their portion of the the game, and it gets in the way not only of winning in the marketplace. Because by the way, I think the marketplace is your boss. That's ultimately who's the boss. Is the marketplace consumer, right? It's the or consumer, the trends. That's the boss. So, in my mind, that's who we all need to be attuned to and listening to. But there are many cases where it's it's the personality of your leader. You're serving that person's court. The master, really. The master. Yeah. Not not the market. No. The and master. I, right. And I think what scares me about that is 
is like you don't win. You, you don't win like that. And I want to win. If we're all working, to me, it's like a team sport. Mm -hmm. It's like playing softball. Mm -hmm. And I just want to win. All right, our wine is getting low. Which it is, is getting I think low. it's an indicator. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you. I really enjoyed coming. it. Mm -hmm. And thank you for watching Rocks Talks and listening to Rocks Talks. Episode continues on YouTube, so I invite you to head over there now and get all of the nitty gritty. We go in depth, even about some of those topics we touched on that you're like, oh, I'd like to hear more about that um, in the in beauty industry. So I invite you to go there now. Just click Rocks Talks when you go to YouTube or go to my website, RoxanneWilson.com forward slash RT37 to get a direct link to it. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on Wednesday for Wedding Wednesday and next week for another exciting interview. Bye. Knock, knock. Who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest spe sale special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But we're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true. But here's the surprise. When you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails it is officially here and when you're the one of the first 100 you get a special surprise three bonuses and a deal and also new kits we have a new kit the hero product kit is now live so many things i'm not supposed to tell you all this but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash black friday get on the wait list and boom the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them enjoy i'll see you over there